Before we start today, I'd like to put in a quick word for our sponsor, Anchor, which is a podcasting app that allows you to distribute, create, and record. This is Soul Speaks. I'm your host, Madison Nesbitt. As you know, the coronavirus pandemic has made an immense impact on individuals globally. However, I seek the answer to how teens across the world are dealing and coping with this draining situation we are all living through. For me and many of my friends and family in America, I have noticed a common outlook on this difficult period. Most of them discuss personal growth, developments of newfound interests, which have kindled me to find out how other teenagers are utilizing their time during this pandemic. I will be interviewing several teens around the world on their personal experiences, personal growth, and different regulations or situations that have been significant within their country. Starting with Banna, a dear friend of mine who currently resides in Amman, Jordan. My name is Banna. Uh, I currently live in Jordan. Uh, throughout the beginning of the pandemic, I would say that we had immense changes through our daily routine as um, our country acted very quick, surprisingly. And I would say in the beginning we were quite ahead, but now we're kind of in the middle. Um, in the beginning, we actually started quarantine and lockdown by 20 cases. We had 20 cases in the country, maybe even less. I don't know, I'm not exactly sure, but we started quarantine and they were very, very strict on that point. The first quarantine they actually did was for two weeks. They, um, they asked us to stay in quarantine for two weeks. And so we were. But they were very strict on that point in which if anyone would leave the house, they'd actually take your car and uh, they'd put you in prison. So we were very careful on that note. We weren't even allowed to leave to the market or buy anything. We were just in our homes. And I would say that this was very hard in the beginning because we obviously had to do school. It was our very first time doing online school. It was very different, completely different than regular school in which regular school we would see our friends. We would talk to the teachers one-on-one, but now it's like we're talking on a screen, which was very, very different. Um, by the end of the two weeks, the, they extended the, they, okay, in the beginning, they said that it's only for two weeks, but by the end of the two weeks, they actually said that they're gonna extend it for two more weeks. And at that point, by the end of the four weeks of quarantine, we, we were done with it. Uh, they actually let us walk. They, we were allowed to walk after that. Um, and that's when, that's when I was like, I need to see my friends because I've been like four weeks without seeing anyone. Like the only people that I saw were my family. That's it. Um, I remember I was very scared in the beginning to go and walk to my friend who lives 15 minutes away. It was actually 15 minutes is very close in Jordan. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was very scared and very careful. We were just staying on the on the streets because we weren't allowed to go each up to each other's houses. And then um, they actually changed the policies in which cars were allowed. That's like after two months of no movement of cars. But the cars were allowed um, actually depending on the license of the car. So if it's ended with an odd number, like you'd have a certain day and then the next day would end an even number. And throughout like, I'd say three months of quarantine, on Fridays it was complete lockdown where no one had to leave. 
Um, and then, by the way, every like the airports were all closed. Um, actually, I remember my cousin, who um, who had a broken leg before lockdown, and she, you know she wasn't allowed to go to the hospital because um, because like there was complete lockdown. So they called an ambulance, and it was it was a long story. It was actually hard for her to contact them and for them to come. But eventually, you know, they came because medical services were opened. But, you know, um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. After that, quarantine just stopped completely. We had a curfew to. Oh, we had curfew like throughout all the days that we were allowed to leave the house. The curfew was at seven. And before that, it was actually at six when we were first allowed to leave. But now we have a curfew till 12. Um, till 12 a.m. the next day from 12 to 6 from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. and um, yeah oh and also I forgot to say that for travelers for people traveling uh, you have to do two weeks of quarantine where you can't leave the house and we actually signed um, we signed some papers so yeah Mari if you want to ask your question now yeah yeah, that was that was very amazing to hear. I, I really liked how fast acting, and I think that your country had just such an amazing response time compared to others, um, especially since many other countries have left airports and borders open to other countries, which which resulted in an immense amount of contact tracing cases um, in the beginning of quarantine. Um, so now to my next question. Um, how does your country handle uh, testing availability? Is it is it easy to access or is it more difficult? Are they kind of reserved to specific individuals or is it more for anyone? No, really, um, it's open. Anyone could just go in and contact them and it's very easy. You'd actually get the results in a matter of two hours. But in the very beginning, um, they costed 50 JDs per test. That was it was not as big of a problem for you know people that are in the middle class or higher class but obviously we have a lot of the lower class here where um you know they they actually the possibilities of getting for them of getting corona are way higher than us because their access to medical care is is very limited and i think i would say that they would find this as a problem paying 50 jds uh for a test but a new law said that they have to decrease the um, the tests and make them for 35 JDs per person. Um, I think that's actually a good amount. Obviously, uh, not a lot of people are able to pay that, but it's actually a good amount. And I think they did something which is great for people that are above the age of 75, I believe are allowed to take the test for five jds which i think that's really good and tests are available almost everywhere in pharmacies you can contact medical centers that can also have that so yeah that's great i guess yeah i was i was especially impressed with the result times for the tests um in america it's either um two to three to five days um so yeah, that's two hours is definitely um, way faster in America. Um, Another thing about the um, tests, I forgot to say, I don't know if I could say it now, but 
um, actually the government has this thing where if they find one corona case in a school, they're allowed to give the whole grade the free corona test and they'd get the results in a matter of two days. That's that's so amazing. Because um, I know America has opened a lot of a lot of districts and there has been a lot of cases connecting to that. And I, I'm pretty sure we don't offer that here, which is probably why we have an immense amount of cases, like 7 million, um, probably even more than 7 million now, but um, that's great. Is there any political issues that have become apparent regarding wearing a mask or are people um, okay with wearing a mask or do they have any like political issues with wearing a mask? Did it become one? Honestly, nothing political really, but um, us Jordanians mainly don't really follow rules most of the time, (laughs) so not a lot of people wear the mask properly, and I think that's actually one of the worst things about the the pandemic as a a whole, is that people are not wearing masks, and even the people who are responsible like for example yeah. i want to say like something um yeah we'd be in the mall and then we'd like we uh, our mask would be in our bag the yeah. person would tell us like the security would tell us to wear a mask and i won't even put it on my nose like it would barely cover my mouth and that's okay as long as it's on my chin yeah i think that's really bad because because that's how we're wearing it. If we're even wearing a mask, it's just above our mouth. Not even it doesn't even cover cover yeah. our nose. Um, so yeah, that's that's a really negative point. But I don't know. I feel like it's when people wear masks. Like if the law was more enforced and serious consequences were taken, I think that would be better. Uh, actually, recently um, some new consequences were added as you'd have to pay about 500 GDs if you weren't wearing a mask so I think that's that's a good point but I was actually talking before before the before they became strict but now I think they're they're okay but honestly I'm not really sure because I haven't been the house in over three weeks because I was traveling and now I have to do quarantine so I'm not quite sure about that Yeah, that's actually, I think that's a little bit better than um, how we have it here because in America, it has become a basically a political issue regarding wearing a mask. But I think now as we're deeper into the pandemic, people are um, getting better. But but still, it's honestly, there's actually a lot of people that are um, anti-mask and uh, they basically started a movement uh, because they were concerned about CO2 inhalation with the mask, but but this isn't um, scientifically backed. So this is just like based off an assumption and people have um, just started not wearing masks in public. Uh, I think there was actually a Target raid where um, anti-maskers ra- um, went into Target without a mask, um, possibly exposing all of the staff and other, and other customers in Target, which I, I think that was very, very interesting. So, uh, so as you know, many Americans have seen an increase in anxiety and depression throughout this pandemic. Have you seen any shifts or changes regarding your mental health state? Or has there been any increases in um, depression and anxiety throughout Jordanians? 
Um, I think throughout this pandemic, everything changed. Everything um, physically, emotionally. Um, my friends changed. I met new people. I lost friends. But I think that's all. I think quarantine was actually like a teaching experience for me because, you know, there was nothing to do. We just stay on our phones, and I think that actually that was a good and bad thing. Obviously, it was a good thing because you know it taught you who your real friends are. Um, Since you're not seeing people in real life, especially for us, because we went through two months of seeing absolutely no one, Um, seeing who you who actually cared about you wanted to text you wanted to talk to you and then um you also met a lot of new people i'd say like uh, a lot of people like most of my friends now i actually met through quarantine like the friends that i'm still talking to so i think that's really good it also taught me a different way of socializing because usually i would just socialize when i or start talking to people and meet people when I see them in person. But after quarantine, since I was seeing no one, um, I learned how to talk to people online. And since everyone was bored, everyone wanted to, you know, make friends. So I think that was great. On the emotional level, honestly, quarantine was weird. Like emotionally, it was very weird because I, I did not understand what was happening. I didn't, I was just living in a bubble where I didn't know, I didn't know anything. I didn't know when it was going to end, when I was going to leave the house, if this was going to last for a year. Because they were really never specific on that note. I was just Mm -hmm. honestly in a shock, really emotionally. Mm -hmm. I didn't really take anything Mm -hmm. deep because, you Mm -hmm. know, I didn't understand. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think it had a negative effect though. It made me appreciate things more. It made me feel, have more gratitude towards things. Because as soon as I left, I was like, wow, I took everything for granted. Like, I didn't know that going out, seeing friends for half an hour was something huge, you know? So it's like, I remember my first time going out after quarantine, seeing my friends. I was like, wow, like we, we did nothing. But I felt like that was one of the best times leaving the house. So yeah, I think that was good. Yeah, definitely. Cir- circling back to gratitude, I-, I think that's something we as Americans lack. Um, this definitely makes me question America's mental health system since the percentage of Americans reporting symptoms of a- depression has more than tripled during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Um, I think a study was done sometime from March 31st to I believe April 13th where they just surveyed um, citizens of America mental state. So um, I think that's very interesting to see that comparison. Thank you so much, Banna. I definitely enjoyed interviewing you today and learning about your country's responses. I definitely think that your country could be used as a model for other nations too. Um, Thank you so much for interviewing me. I really enjoyed my time here and I was glad to you know, tell you the techniques and strategies that my country used to prevent the virus. And yeah, thank you, Maddie. All right. Thank you for tuning in. This was Soul Speaks. Have a great day.